Hello, my children. You look like poop on parade. Warning. Supernatural The Crossroads contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. another episode of supernatural the crossroads i am your host thomas cowley joined with me today is ryan denton what up and michael flores yellow today we are talking about season 12 episode 5 the one you've been waiting for but of course we've got news as well and a little bit of updates just with the show and with supernatural as a whole uh this one we got a little bit more on the thule and a interesting interpretation of hitler i would say yeah, very. Yeah. It was super. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, now, backing up immediately, though, to the American Nightmare episode, which, Ryan, you weren't here for that. No, I was not. I real was quick, real quick, real quick. Final grade on that one. What did you think? Um, I like that episode. I thought that was an A minus. A minus? Yeah, I really did like that episode. I okay. don't know what you, what'd you guys give it. Uh, see, I keep track of all this. I know you do. That's Mike why I gave asked. it an A plus. Okay. And I gave it just an A. Yeah. Okay. So, so there, you there you go. A. Yep. Uh, uh, well, Davy Perez wrote that one. Correct. Yes. New writer, and he came he did, out. Came he out came firing. out swinging. It was an A plus episode on his first episode written. Is not bad. He didn't dab all over it. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Is that the what, phrase we're going with? Yeah, I you think dab so. over it. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna call dab, it. Yeah. Yeah. A dab of talent. Uh, uh, not not to say Andrew Dab's not talented. Just you know to go to or, go with the, or to go car, with the theme that the we've theme had. For or a, when they're not good episodes. Or a dab of shit. Oh. <laughs> Just a dab, though. Yeah, just a dab. <laughs> just a dab. Just a dab of shit. Like, it's like the worst dinner party you've ever been to. I know. Watch Andrew dab, like, for the first time. So, yeah, you know, I've heard about these guys. A couple of my writers have listened. <laughs> the visual effects guys have listened. They've told me to listen. I know some of our casters. I'm going to go in and check these guys and, out and tonight. To the, yeah. And he walks in right. Skips he, ahead because, yeah, you know, right, intros. Right when we're saying dab of shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be know, like, yeah, real uh, clever, you fuckers. <laughs> He's like, I've never heard that one before in school. Yeah, I give, I give your lack of cleverness a, a D minus. Oh, you know, if you tweeted that to me, I'd like it, though. I'd be like, All yeah, right. I'd be like, well, he's listening. You'd, you'd retweet that. You'd retweet. <laughs> oh, that. absolutely. Dude, would. Yeah. You kidding? Yeah, absolutely. I knew you would. Pin that to the page and send it on Facebook and all that. Yeah, screen it, screenshot it, screen put exactly. it on Instagram, Tumblr. Pr- print it out, fold it up, put it in your journal. Wait, Who told you? Put it in my uh, pants. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> That's where I keep my journal. You put it in your flashlight. Ew, God! <laughs> like in cling, like no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you can... I don't want to go into the physics of what he does in his spare time. Don't hate. Anyway, so yeah, that was the previous episode, which we got a little bit of an idea that maybe there's going to be a return to Psychic Sam or a, a touch on his powers, seeing a new yeah. psychic on the playing field. Yeah. Now apparently, 
that is not the case according to the subreddit Fandom Natural. And I don't know exactly who said this, so Mike, maybe you remember specifically, but apparently Robert Singer has allegedly said that Psychic Sam will not be an arc this season. Yeah. Which, do we have an exact source for that? Is that I like, could not find a source. I googled it, could not find it. However, it was a quote from a recent, I believe, a supernatural convention. Okay. So if somebody has that on tape uh, or has written a blog on it of some sort uh, with you know, references and uh, like an ALS format. So yes, that. ALS format, please. Or MLA. Oh, what, MLA? I thought we were going AP. This is Associated oh, Press. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we'll oh. go with that one. Oh, um, I was about to say MLK. I'm like, wait, that's Martin Luther <laughs> that, King. That's a different thing. Yeah, that's, that's completely yeah. different. Um, if you guys can find that source, please tweet it to me at Crossroads SPN or on Facebook.com slash uh, The Crossroads. And that way we can have some... Just some confirmation. Yeah, so we can d- cry. Right, because I was going to say, that, if that is true, that's a bit depressing, because I think the return to, you know, the mystery, essentially, of Psychic Sam and his powers and what he's really capable of and yeah. all that would have been a nice return to form, both for the show and just his character. I mean, essentially, after season five... It kind of went away. It just vanished. Yeah, and I know we can't really look to the... Um the uh the the then promo uh, we can't really look at that as hey look they're going to be doing it it could be simply just to remind us but at the same time why dig that far back in the past to not to not to do not really you know bring it up down the road because they could have they didn't need that there in order to make this episode work right no absolutely not you could have had a number of other reasons as to why i i always like to think this show has a plan and they don't dig this shit up for no reason yeah and I feel like digging that up for no reason is a stabbing all of us in the heart, yeah. And b <laughs> uh, just completely like it, it just doesn't seem necessary. It's not necessary. Yeah. But so, then again, this is Robert Singer though. He might be trying to fix. It his, might uh, be. You know, last year he tweeted out a cage of yeah. Lucifer and ruined everything for everybody. He's trying to get his job back. Is yeah. That what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> he does have his it job. It might back. be oh, oh, gotcha. deliberate misdirection though. They're yeah. like, nope, that's totally not the cage. Don't know what you're talking about. That's a magician set for some <laughs> other show. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Okay. That's bullshit. where we put the newbies on set. You know. So maybe now that people are like, hey, is Psychic Sam going to come back? Instead of immediately jumping to like, yeah, and here's a tweet about it, you know. Here's a tweet of maybe, him throwing somebody with, with his powers. Maybe he's dialing it back. Maybe it's intentional. Because, I mean, if I was running the show, I wouldn't. And someone guessed what I was going to do on episode four for what we have planned as some kind of reveal in episode 20. I'd be like, nope, nope, that's a stupid story. We're not coming back to that ever. Yeah. I'd uh, flat out lie. Oh, yeah. Well, I would lie all the time, to be honest with you. And I'm sure they do lie all yeah, the time. because. People ask them questions at the conventions, and it's a very casual setting, specifically at the Creation Entertainment, and it's yeah. designed for Q and A. And what are they going to say? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's what we're how gonna it's going to end. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, great. No. Now the whole entire show is ruined. No, they're going to be like, season. I don't know. We're working on it. It's not finished yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe you know. Psychic Sam will come back. Was he ever psychic? That's what I would have said. I would have looked at if I was Robert Singer on the stage asking that <laughs> or answering that question. I would just look at Jensen. I'm like, was he ever psychic? I can't remember. And the next question, please. Just, just move on. Just prank com- caller. Prank caller. Just you com- control them. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just completely dick. throw them off. They're all sitting there like, what? Was he not? <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I get it. So I'm still staying hopeful, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't see 
the reason not to though i feel like it's a great idea i think it's a great story and if lucifer is the villain you know that's very personal to sam and his journey and from seasons one through five that was an integral part of it they're bringing a lot even this recent episode they brought they bring stuff up from you know his history i guess you know they're they're reminding us of the history sam and dean have and yeah that's nothing new on this show but at the same time writers don't just put random miscellaneous words and specific phrases or things that happen in a tv show just because yeah even if it doesn't come back it's gonna have to serve a purpose in some way down the road and as we know of course with the with the men of letters maybe it's also just to remind us when there is a reckoning to pay maybe hey guys remember we've been we've been reminding you throughout the last few episodes of what they've been doing you know psychic sam drinking demon blood yada 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 you know it could be as you know, as simple as that too. Just you know, a refresher, almost. Kinda. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. A, I'd, I'd be a little. You know. Going down that route, maybe they. That's one of the reasons the mental letters are against Sam and Dean because Sam was this monster. Maybe they don't yeah. know he's the vessel for Lucifer, but they know that something's up with him, or they'll discover that. Oh, Lady Bevel's all up, but she would smell. I wouldn't be surprised if she was smelling Dean and Sam's like mm. underwear. Like oh, she was. Jesus. I would have smelled hers. She, oh, she's been watching <laughs> them for a long time. No, it's true. And I mean, so, she had pictures on her wall. I mean, if other hunters in america know that they were responsible for the apocalypse yeah and she knows that she has to know to the maybe to the extent in which they played a role yeah and if they're gonna just kill magda in cold blood in a you know bus station bathroom geez that sounds horrible that, it's that pretty does, fucked up right it was, Jesus it, turned it into like some demented that's that fucked so, up shit it's it not so film dark. it was, it was so dark dude so maybe no. that'll be their reasoning towards going towards Sam. And this is kind of reminding us that he used to have this ability. Yeah. So other, either way, I think it will serve a purpose ultimately, just maybe not the one we intentionally wanted or initially wanted, but we'll see. Uh, also, guys, just a little bit of a heads up. Rain Man Digital Premium will be launching soon, which we are working on whenever we get the chance between all the other shows and stuff that we do. Uh, there's going to be a ton of additional content with that, plus specific perks for you guys who choose to subscribe either through directly or a couple other ways we're coming up with some stuff. We got a lot of stuff in the works, but also that does not mean that we are going to be taking away from this show or any of the shows not on all. the network. Yeah. If you yeah. are a fan of DC on CW or the Rain Man show, our intention is not to do like in case people were afraid of that in any way, we're not going to change what we're doing. We're, we're just, just going to add. add to what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have masochists. naked pictures of us on there. There's a calendar set up. Yeah. You know, like Ryan's webcam is uh, going. <laughs> yep. I have an under desk webcam. <laughs> under. Oh, oh. <laughs> nobody the wants that. The most flattering angle. Yeah. Yes. I make sure I do the fish island so it looks bigger. <laughs> I just, turn it into a just, 3D horror that show. That just uh, makes it look deformed and warped. <laughs> well, like, I know. I've tried. It's already deformed, so it's not going to hurt it. Oh, oh Jesus. my God. I'm going to throw up. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. But show. we're gonna have this is what we don't miss exactly. when Ryan's what? not here. Don't lie. We had this intellectual show and then yeah, Ryan's and back and it's like asleep and they he's were got like, some what kind the of fuck? monster cock coming at people <laughs> oh, in the sc- <laughs> Like you, when oh, you get you two God. together, it's like it's like two nerds talking, but when you know when I show up It's not like two it is it, two uh, nerds. That's true, talking. that's very true. Yeah. I show up and I leave, I bring a little, you know. Little fun, a little dick to the show, a little fun and dick to the show. Yeah, yeah. Which well, we a need. little dick. Yeah, yes, absolutely <laughs> to the show. Uh, but the the thing I want to touch on about the Rayman Digital Premium not, not is my dick. no. Uh, the thing that's cool about it is that the entire premium side of this network is designed to brand 
Supernatural the Crossroads bigger. Yeah. That's the whole point. Like, yes, we have other shows on the network, and we're not going to forget about them, but the show we're starting with and branching out on is Supernatural the, Supernatural the Crossroads. We've been, asked, we've been asked time and time again to do more of this, more of that, and we're going to do it, and we're going to keep giving you guys what we give, but... Uh, if we, if, yeah, I mean, look, you guys can count on probably what anywhere to between three to five additional full shows a month, plus, plus, um, that that dick cam that Ryan was talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's gonna be fun, man. And you know what? I it isn't it is work, but I'd rather. I mean, how think about it, man? Three to five shows a month talking about a show that we absolutely love. Yeah. It's well, going to be so much fun. Well, I think, too, adding to it with the video content. I mean, I know people have been asking for that for a while now. And a lot of times people, like, they meet us and they they don't know who they, we are. Yeah. And putting a face to Well, they the, know who you are all the time. Well, they know who I am. But, to uh, Thomas's dismay. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, they know me. They don't know Thomas. Thomas is forgettable. Apparently. But... It, how, can a, how can a guy who's 7'2 be as forgettable as poor Thomas? 7'2 and 6.9 right? inches. And, and somehow. And, and the, deep, the, the deepest, most smoothest voice around. And yet he's. I'm on the poster <laughs> for the flagship show, for Christ's sake. And yet they forget who's poor Thomas. Who's this guy? <laughs> they know who I am, man. Does he carry just, your bags? Yeah. This is, my, this is my chauffeur. <laughs> Hold on. Guess what? This is how much Bobby is a troublemaker from DC on CW. He asked me for the birthday show we did on Rain Man last week. Mm-hmm. That yeah. everybody was on board, Ryan and and you. He wanted me to get a hold of Ruth Ca- Cannell. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's her name? Cannell. Yes, Cannell. Cannell. Yes. He wanted me to get a hold of Ruth Cannell because uh, uh, because we we have a pretty good relationship with her, and right, right. he wanted me to ask her. So, dude, you have got to, to get her on birthday. the show oh, to say happy birthday to Ryan, but not Thomas. Oh, <laughs> oh that would have been. See, awesome. here's the, here's the thing. All he had to say though was, you got to get her on the show to say happy birthday. And if it's not you, then the only other host that they ever remember is <laughs> Ryan. Well, she knows, and she, therefore it would just happen naturally, making she, it all the sadder. But but she knows me, like, <laughs> dude. I run into her at Comic Con. Like, she knows me. Like, she knows what I look like. I, I, you know what? I'm still. I have to be like, I want to be a fly on the wall so bad when he just happens to run right. into her. Dude, right. Angelica was there. We already know that you chased down Misha and Alex. <laughs> I, I swear to fucking God, I never chased her down. I, 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 I lie and goof around a lot. He didn't have to because he knew her schedule no, where she was going to be. absolutely not. Exactly. No. Just like he actually ran into Jared at the <laughs> creator too. Oh, I just ran into him. Like, dude, you were timing it. Okay, that was that I timed. I will I will agree to that. You should have saw Riot but too. because It was t- like Ocean's his- Eleven. Like, there's going to be here at this point. You come down the alleyway, make a left at 2.05 p.m. There you, she is. He's uh, not... Thomas, you're Look, not joking. Oh, what a coincidence. You're, you not, guys, joke, you're not joking you're, because, hold on, there was an true. L at the Creation Entertainment Convention. There was, was yep, uh, there, there was an L-shape yeah, hallway that he came from. And Ryan said, okay, well, the hallway obviously starts here at the convention hall here. And you can see where they're going out there. That means he's going to come out through here. He's like, guys. In fact, I just used my brain. And then right when you said that. Mm-hmm. We saw him way down the hallway with his security guards. He's like, okay, I'm going to time this. And me and Thomas left. Yeah. And you had that eye where you're looking to the side just so you can make sure you're going to time it. And you walked mm-hmm. right in front of Jared like, oh, hey, what's up, hey, man? Yeah, I did. Funny but, okay. seeing you here. But I will I will tell you this. This year at San Diego Comic-Con, I was sitting at breakfast with Angelica. I, I believe you. Angelica was there, and uh-huh. she just walked by. I, I swear to God. That I, dude, I, Angel- I wouldn't believe you if Angelica didn't back you up. Yeah. So. It was, I mean, yeah, so she knows me. She doesn't know who Thomas is. Yeah. Nobody, nobody does. And she came listeners. up to you, right? Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah. She, yeah, she yeah. came up to me. So, hmm. dude, I'm sorry that you just. I would have security guards tackle me just because, even though I was sitting there with Ryan. Yeah, not even doing anything. 
This guy's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So with that, guys, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to cry, and then we're going to come back to the discussion of the one you've been waiting for. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. When they gather around and started talking, that's when Billy would take me walking. Out through the backyard, we go walking. Then he look into my eyes. Lord knows the The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. Yeah. The new Apple update. There's an update, right? Yeah. Hey, they're just silly. <laughs> I mean, it, so. it, when I think updates, I think, hey, this let's have a, now. a stronger platform, a better system. I just spitball. Better performance. Better performance. Give me some more. Give me some more ideas that you think would come with an update. Batteries consumption is reduced. Okay. You know, resolution maybe on the screen. I don't Three. need to update that. Better content, video uh, quality content. Yes. Actual bokeh effects. I, I, he's such a douche. God damn it. He's such an... In uh, English. He's an autistic douche. Did you... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name things that nobody knows. A it was spectrometer a, of the atmospheric pressure. It was a linchpin for the for the, he could for be the promo for the shit. iPhone 7. They're turning into a stupid version of uh, Facebook. Meal. I don't need a giant emoji from my mother when I'm asking her if she's coming to town this weekend. Big fucking smiley face. I don't face. need it! <laughs> what teenager is running the Apple board meetings? Tim Cook is not a genius. You know what he's using? He's using his high school daughter to come up with an idea. He's like, hey, honey, come, let's have lunch tonight. You want to come to work? It's bring your daughter to work day. Give me some ideas. What do you guys want? It probably is. Well, we like emojis. He's chewing gum. That's chewing gum. Good idea. Tim Tim Cook needs to. Can can we, like, get the death dealer and, like, like, so let's, 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 uh, you know what? Let's do a change.org to kill Tim Cook. And Frankenstein back to life, Steve Jobs. Let's dig them up, I sew them together. Get some backing and you that. know his brain's alive still. You know they froze that. Yeah. And like we'll just put him in a little machine and 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 uh and it'll get him to start working on Apple products again. Just like Walt Disney, they they froze him and they're waiting for the Imagine a hundred years. Oh boy. Ouch. A lot of people don't know that. We have we have Walt Disney and Carbonite. Huh? <laughs> that was the ultimate deal we made with George Lucas. And there's Han Solo. We, we got the copyright details on how to make carbonite. That, they're going to Darth Vader him. We can rebuild him. Yes, that's great. <laughs> Sometimes I go and play with uh, his frozen balls. Oh. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. Previously on Supernatural The Crossroads. 
Was that psychic se- ability? Yeah, wasn't that season that that actual the actual scene that they showed. actual scene was season two? Yeah, yes. I mean when they were all that like Hell House camp thing. Yeah, <laughs> the worst summer camp ever by Yellow Eyes. Yeah, I got giddy. Yeah, dude. I oh, I did too. It set the tone for me as a person. Forget the writing tone. It, it set. I was like, okay, I'm excited. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Immediately, I went from like, I don't know about this new guy. I'm a little worried because I'm a pessimist. Yeah. So psychic abilities. Like, okay, on board. What yeah. are we talking about? <laughs> I'm so. I'm such a slut for this show. Oh yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> Yeah, when I heard the psychic thing, I was immediately looking for it the entire episode. I was like, hey, what, are we yeah. going to get it? Is Sam going to show some psychic ability? What's going on here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was excited. Not not to say they lied, but... They're not flip-flopping. They're not, no. you know, not politicians. No, but they've kind of gone into greater detail about them talking about season... Or episode 300 being the end point for them. Yeah. Because that... And I I think we mentioned some of this. We did kind of run with the idea, as everybody did. Yeah, of course. But I, I remember distinctly us saying, well, people are just... This is... They're like, hey, maybe one day. And people took that as... You know, solid concrete fact. Well, come on, man. We're always we're all we're all waiting, hands and knees, waiting for hands oh, and knees. Oh yeah, <laughs> for Jensen <laughs> to let loose Jesus. some information. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural: The Crossroads. Now we're talking about Episode Five, the one you've been waiting for. Ryan, synopsis: uh, After learning that the soul of Adolf Hitler has been trapped in a 1930s gold pocket watch, Dean and Sam must act quickly to prevent a group of Nazi necromancers from resurrecting the Führer. How dope does that synopsis sound, though? It does. Sound it does cool. sound good. It sounds like a pop, like like a Pulp Fiction story. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. Or like the next Indiana Jones, which is you oh. know, which is kind of like pulp. Yeah, it's very, it kind of is. It's very pulpy. It's a, it's a historical Flash Gordon, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and this one was a first, the first written episode by Meredith Glynn for Supernatural, and it was directed by is it Nina Lopez Corrado? Yeah. Yep. And names we apologize Actually, if we butcher them. I think you did both of those perfectly. Yeah, very she, well. Give it time. There's time to mess it up. Yep. She also directed uh, previously, last season, episode 17, Red Meat, which was the werewolf, Sam's dead, not exactly, episode, yeah. that I was not as much of a fan of well, what did as you, you guys. You have your book next to you. What did you actually grade that episode? Uh, let, Do you let's remember? go back in the archives. Let's look. And what did I grade? Because I think I gave that a pretty good grade. I, I enjoyed that episode. Ryan apparently was not there, because I don't have a grade from him. Hmm. Yeah, I probably wasn't there. Mike gave it a B. Okay, yeah, I remember enjoying that I one. I was on the border between B- and C+, according to this. Okay. So it's not like I liked it. I didn't like it that That's much like, more, but I remember a lot of praise went that way. Yeah. So is, is, is Thomas's journal like his mind Kampf? Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, that's to, it. Yeah. It's all that. my ideals. Yeah, all his, all, <laughs> Apparently. All, all his plans to exterminate. One of which still say, suck it, Ryan, on Don't uh, Call Me Shirley. Yeah, fuck you. Very first note on that page. Yeah, fuck that. Shit. Yeah. My ideals. Ryan yeah. can suck it. That sounds like, <laughs> sounds like mine comp to me. Yeah. Sure does. Oh, come on. Do you have one, you have one ball? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this episode was second directorial episode, first written episode. So it was a lot of new blood on this one. Which we're going to keep saying, because as we know, 75% of the writing staff has uh, exited the building, and they're spreading their wings on frequency. Yeah. Or something. Or Timeless. I think somebody went to Timeless, didn't they? No. No? Nope. Sad. Yeah. All right. 
But this episode had a lot of lore in it. It did. This is the return of the Thule, which for me over the summer and leading into this season. You were psyched about that. That was something that I had a lot of hope on, a, a lot of thought of how this could be a cool mix with the British Men of Letters. Right. What you can do with the storyline, the history of World War II and the Nazi supernatural occult obsession in some ways that has been built on for things like Wolfenstein well, and other series. It's always it, – that was always intrigued me. World War II is one of my favorite time periods. Yeah. And the whole occult thing – like the, I, one of the things that I'm really – a guilty pleasure for me is documentaries on Netflix. And I've watched just about every – Nazi and occult and like World what War they II. really do. Yeah, kind of like I I watched the, it's it, so this was really cool for me that for them to bring that back. You, you know what, Ryan? I think all of us in this room, yeah. you know, not that we're you know Nazi fans. We're not, not we're not, not Nazi not, sympathizers. No, uh, not not in the least. But there's a it's lot. Very, it, it's it's an interesting, it's a fascinating time in history for yes. multiple reasons. And, and 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 not because you know we believe in their ideology or anything like that. It's because Hitler was a, a weirdo. And he was obsessed with the occult well, and he spent, you know, years and years looking for the supernatural. Well, like I, he was obsessed with anything related to the supernatural. Not not to jump too far ahead, but that scene where they go, they go into the bookshelf and there's all that Nazi propaganda and stuff in yeah. there mm-hmm. and the memorabilia. Um, that intrigues me because I have friends who collect that. They have no... Wait, they collect Nazi stuff? They don't have any connection to like... Hmm. Now, real, that, hold on, that belongs hold on, in a museum. Hold on. Take it, pump your brakes over there before you start streaming <laughs> at the Jews. Um, no, that people collect like World War II stuff. So like a World War II Nazi helmet or things like that. Yeah. It, 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 it is intriguing to me and I, I, I definitely, like I said, I love that time period. So that would like, I don't know why I don't think, I think nowadays it's a little bit less taboo than it would be, you know, uh, 20 or 30 years ago. But, um, man, yeah, it, this is, that's what, that's why this was so interesting is this was, you know, even Hellboy, like they, they do, they, they dive into that in Hellboy in the first one. Yeah. Um, I love this stuff and it's, it, that's why this was very intriguing to me for this episode. It's a very, it's, it's, even though it's a very dark time in human history, extremely dark, it, yeah. it, it's great in terms of for the writers and the creatives to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's so much to do. That's why Indiana Jones has used it. That's why Hellboy has used it. There's just so much reality based, and I'm using air quotes here, but reality based supernatural fiction. Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is the su- an interest in the supernatural is an interest in what is beyond what we right, can see. Absolutely. What else is there to this world? And the fact that not only... Uh, like a large government organization because the Nazi party was a government organization believed in this enough to research it but spent a ton of money yeah into this in the- as dark as it was it does make you think well what if there was something to that or was he just crazy so for the pop culture fueled world we live in today like you said Mike for a storyteller it it leaves a ton of potential because it- Nazis are the one group that out of anything in history are unequivocally able to be murdered in the millions and nobody cares. Yeah. So they make for great villains that you don't have to feel remorseful about. That, the, that's uh, another, it's a very, it's a, it's low hanging free fruit in terms of villains because you're, low hanging fruit you're not going to face any repercussions no. by using them as an enemy. In the chat room, uh, VW says that Lemmy was a huge collector of Nazi and World War II memorabilia. Who's Lemmy? Yeah. Really? Are you kidding? I don't know. Forgetting. I have uh, the lead singer for um oh oh that yeah, for uh, uh 
Motorhead. Just, yeah, Motorhead. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's come on. Yeah. It's like saying, hey, you know. He, well, uh, he just passed away like a month ago, so I just figured oh. people would still. But yeah, I guess. Well, that's like saying huge... David. Who? David Bowie. Yeah. Oh, well, that yeah. David. Well, Lenny's kind <laughs> you know of who really likes name. You know who really likes movies? Who? Quentin. Tarantino? Yeah. Quentin who? <laughs> Quentin Tarantino? Cool. Sweet. That one works. Now we're just being dicks. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Now you're going to be an asshole. Well, we know Ryan and, and uh, VW are very much on the same wavelength. So. Yeah. That's uh maybe I should hook up. That's why he reads the tra- the the chat room because we're off like not paying attention. You at know all. what? That's a valid point. He actually probably connects more with the he listeners because he's always, he knows the he's slang. Always we're just like, what are we them. talking about? Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys nerd out, and I'm over here in the chat room <laughs> talking, talking to, to our fans. Yeah. What a bunch of nerds. Well, we'll just turn his mic off, and he can continue to talk on the chat. All right, cool. I'll just be the social media guy. <laughs> It'd be terrible. That would be terrible. I'm awful at social media. Yeah, we'd have no followers. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'd have <laughs> followers, three. but they'd be fucking porn bots. Oh Jesus. You're not wrong, too. No, I'm not. I, I, that's what. No, but I, but I think that's why there is this fascination to it because you can write stories where you don't have to feel bad about there's no, yeah, there's no slaughter and violence, and it has so much potential because due to the supernatural element, anything you can pretty much anything you can imagine is fair game. Yeah, anything from just ghosts and goblins, kind of you know traditional stuff, all the way as as Hellboy has shown to have interdimensional Lovecraft level doomsday devices so it's it's great breeding ground for ideas yeah so i can see why there is this attraction to it and i think also just world war ii is an amazing time in history for a number of other reasons for people coming together to face it it also in history probably the one time you had an unequivocally evil villain right i mean how many times has the world had a dr doom level villain once yeah maybe twice you know, so yeah. I think that's what led leads lends credence to it. Yeah. So, but yeah, we saw the Thule in this episode, and there, this was the much touted about Hitler episode. Now, again, going into this episode, going into season twelve, I thought that Thule would be a great overarching villain or an underlying villain, somebody who's there and shows their presence but doesn't get exactly revealed right until later, because I think. The history of what really happened and kind of cover up with that supernatural playing into the mental letters and the Thule being a secret organization for the U.S. or Britain and the allies versus a secret organization for the Nazi party and the Axis powers. I thought that was some great stuff. Yeah. So I was excited going into this one. And I I made note last week. I don't I didn't want to see Hitler actually in this episode. Yeah, I wanted did. to have him built up a bit more because how do you just bring that character yeah, you bring, onto the scene and just yeah. convince me? So yeah. we're going to touch on that a little bit. But the Thule Society, I think, has been a fan favorite amongst us here. I don't think we ever had reason to dislike that concept. No, it's a no, great think, concept. Yeah, and, I, and I think we were all extremely giddy every time they are brought in every year. At least they're brought in for one episode. And I think Were they in season nine? Um, I don't remember. I know the Gollum episode of season eight, and I know they show up with the vessel in season 11, but I'm trying to remember remember. nine and 10. I'll look it up. Yeah. Thank you. Keep talking. But I mean, it's, it's like we said, just like for writers and movies and stuff, it's great reference point for pop culture. It's, it's an easy topic. I'm surprised at this point in the game that they didn't choose to, unless maybe they will, but, and maybe down the road, um, I'm surprised they didn't decide to use the Thule as, as like the big bad. It seems like it's 
it's like a no-brainer. Like, it's big. They're very much big, bad material. Wouldn't you agree? I would think so, yeah. Well, I think they shot their wad in this episode, then. Well, we'll get into that. But the idea of making them the main villain for the season. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I think that absolutely makes sense. They totally or, could have done it, but I think this episode ruined any any chance of that ever being a thing. Uh, the Thule was not in uh, any episode until episode 11 they talked about them so episode season 11 yeah uh, yeah i'm sorry season 11 they were talked about uh they were introduced in season eight everybody hates mm-hmm. hiller then they were mentioned in season nine heaven can't wait when they talk about spontaneous combustion or that it could be the thule oh yeah and then the next time they were in it was uh the vessel, last, right? yeah last year the vessel yeah. according to super wiki there may be i don't i could have swore they were in it a lot more maybe it was just mentions i guess and I See, that's the thing. It does feel like there would have been more. Yeah. But I guess not. So, this was something that I, we all kind of had a lot of ideas behind that they could go into with season 12. And they do kind of flesh out or expand upon the Thule a little bit. Before, we just knew that they were some Nazi necromancers. We didn't really know what they were about. But in this episode, we find out that Hitler's soul is still around. In some kind of, I love the or, Harry Potter. Yeah, the Harry Potter reference. Line was fucking great, dude. I, I, I'm literally sitting there watching and just started laughing my ass off when they said that. And of course, when Dean's like, "You would know that," like, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it was funny. It was so good. Now they've been pretty dark, I would say, until this point. They were the vessel episode is a pretty downer episode. Everyone's doomed from the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah. And everybody hates Hitler when they're first introduced. You know, they spontaneously combust the old Jewish man. I don't remember his, the character's name, but he was the one who found the ledger about them. And they've been pretty dark. And the opening scene is pretty dark. Now, I did find it. I, I did kind of chuckle a bit with the old woman trying to buy Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah. Like underground. Yeah. I'm just like. Because I'm like, there's probably people who do that. And as Ryan's friends, apparently, no, <laughs> some of those groups. Some, some of Nazi memorabilia is illegal. Some yeah, of it is. It depends on what it is. If yeah. it's gold, if it's gold bars with a Nazi insignia on them, yeah. I know that's illegal to have. That's extremely illegal. Yeah, have, that's yeah. that's huge. And also sometimes people probably don't. It's a secret because some people well, just don't. there's a bunch of shame that comes yeah, and that, I, right? I, I mean, come on. If you walked into someone's room and they had a bunch of just Nazi memorabilia everywhere, well, where, what are you going to naturally think? I understand that people can collect it and it doesn't mean they well, share. What's the swastika alone? Like, yeah. if you have banners yeah. and shit in your house, that's different. If you have, like, a, a, a Nazi helmet or, you know, there's no swastika imprinted on that helmet. Right. It's it, it's the swastika that... that but if that's symbol. all you collect, though... Yeah, that's different. Well, here's that's, the thing, though. That's way different. It doesn't even matter if it's all you collect. If you are a history buff, if you're some kind of Indiana Jones, Robert Langdon yeah. motherfucker, and you have all kinds of Robert historical... Robert Langdon. You, you know where that's from? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's why I just started laughing. It's kind of obscure, but... It's kind of obscure, but... The, <laughs> God, if you have... Nerd. You're a fucking nerd, dude. I read books. If you have... <laughs> A bunch of history stuff in your house. You have like a mini museum. You could have pretty much anything in yeah. there, and people would either think it's cool or not weird or anything like that until you saw a Nazi symbol on anything. Yeah. And I think that's that speaks volumes about how horrific they were throughout history. The symbol alone, even today, when we know they don't exist anymore, even if you have some kind of neo-Nazi crap in prison, you know, we know that the organization does not exist anymore. 
and you could be somebody who was theoretically not threatened by them in their height of power, it still disturbs us. A symbol alone. Yeah. I don't know of many other symbols like that have that power still nearly there aren't 80 years many. later. There aren't very many. And that's why I think the Thule at some point, you know, before Supernatural ends, has they have to be a big bad at some point. They I have feel to. like they should you, be. You've been toying with them for four years. They were introduced back in season eight during Carver's very first season Run. as a showrunner. Yeah. It's obviously uh, his brainchild. He, yeah, but- th- he thought it up. I think eventually they're going to have to go with it or just let it die. They can't keep they're not they can't bring it. This isn't a vampire or a werewolf episode. Yeah. Like well, they're almost using the Thule as a as a monster of the week episode. And I think eventually I'm like, look at the 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 the, the Nazi the Nazi party and the Nazis and Hitler and that whole entire thing was is bigger. I think yeah. than uh, than a vampire but or a, a werewolf. Does does that make sense? What it, I'm saying it makes sense. But but dude, you have to remember that. What are they going to do now? Mecca Hitler? Like you can't. They, no, they, but they we'll, shot we'll, themselves in the foot here. Like I, I we'll know get I'm into jumping. That. Yeah. I know I'm jumping ahead, but there's still ways. There's still ways you could do something with I, it. I, I don't know, man. Hitler's the, the 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 one. Unless you come out with someone that was bigger than Hitler, like I just don't know where you go with that. Like, but yeah, we'll get into it. I'm just. Curious. I've, I've, I do agree with Mike, though. I think you need to have them oh, be think so more too. of a threat. To use them as a monster of the week does feel a bit of a waste because of that cultural impact that they have. Or they're just cleaning it up and then yeah. letting it disappear. But why, though? When when you've already voiced that the show's never going to end, pretty much, as we right. talked about last week. Right, right. And then why, why, then why clean it up? Yeah, and, and this is... There's so many ways they can. Indiana Jones is back. Like they, oh, there, yeah. they, there, there's so many ways they can do this um, with with the with the Thule. But I'm I'm just saying like, and I don't even need them to be a big bad per se. Thomas and yeah. Ryan. I mean, they can also be an arc. Like I, I think the the mini arc has is a missed opportunity, uh, not an opportunity, but like it, it's a a forgotten gem in writing in a yeah. lot of modern day television now because they every show has now gone to the. The big bad. You have that one big bad. Um, but why not, much like what Arrow's doing this year, I know for, for those of you that don't watch Arrow, why not introduce characters for th- like a four or five arc? Yeah. You know, just to kind of give the main story a breather, but at the same time, bring the heat with something else as well. And then wrap it up with a little bow. But but after six or seven episodes, that was, that's was that been spread out through, you know, the th- season. The season. So it doesn't I think feel a, rushed. I think a good example where Supernatural pulled that off effectively was Alistair in season four. Yes. He yes. was not the main villain. Lilith was. And we know that the main trouble was that. They were trying to release Lucifer, even a greater villain. And the angels were a huge part of that story because they had been first introduced. But Azazel was this threat, or, or not Azazel, Alistair, was this threat yes. that was throughout most of the season. You know, there was a whole story to him. We got plenty of time with him for it to feel fleshed out and complete by the time he left. And I feel like the Thule deserves at least, like you said, at least that much treatment because that was a mini arc. It was yeah. Dean's character development during his time in hell yep. and coming to grips with what he had done at that point and what he was capable of now despite being free 
you yeah. know, leading into a much greater story. And we don't know. I mean, of course, with the with the Judah initiative, they brought that back up. They, yep. they they found a reason to bring, you know, Aaron Bass. Is that his last name? Aaron Bass back for for like why bring him back for a couple minutes? I mean, there's, if you're bringing him back, there's got to be a bigger story somewhere along the way with yeah. it, it, during this season. I think so. I think I'm I'm being positive. So I like to think there's an idea to it as it moves forward. Yeah. But, you know, we have a very dark opening of the two people, you know, haggling over price to then just burst into flames. And I love the shot of the Thule Nazi all, you know, in shadow and blacked backlit, out. Yeah. blacked out, just that ominous silhouette that's just a man in a suit but it's still disturbing it, it also fit the time of the nazi era of the 1930s and 40s film noir that was a very yeah. film noir backlit shot yeah very cool i like that a lot it does it plays into not just a good film style but the natural feel fear of that's ideal the the nazi ideal but also the dark itself it kind of fits they are from this underground shadowy organization that we don't know much about. And then it's just out of nowhere. They kill people and get what they want and move on. Yeah. So I thought that had a lot of promise to that. Sam and Dean talk a little bit in this episode about their mom. When they first, we, we get that, you know, little bit of, Hey, you doing okay. Dean doesn't even want pie. That was odd. The reminder, the, the little reminder. reminder. Yeah. The, the, the little reminder throughout and they jump straight into this episode. I thought it was, it's, it's weird because it wasn't a whole lot, but it worked. It it felt better because there have been other episodes where there's been like, hey, anything on the main villain? No. On to this week's story. Yeah. You know, to, right. to, be, to sound like a dick. It always usually works. But that's exactly how it is. But I think this one felt more natural because we know it, Dean isn't somebody who wants to talk about it. Yeah. And him getting the one text from his mom at the end of the previous episode to just kind of lead into... You know, she's fine. I get it. We'll deal with it. I it did feel more like how Dean would react to that rather than some whole talking bit or too forced that. Oh, we can't find anything because they're not looking for a villain. Yeah. They know mom's talking to them right. here and there. So he's just trying to keep his head in the it, sand and keep busy. Isn't that kind of interesting when you think about it? That's one thing that's very different about this season is they're right now. It's kind of like touch and go with Sam and Dean They're They actually, for the first time in a long time, don't have a mission. They don't have a yeah. mission. Nope, they're just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, I mean, we know as an audience what the what's going to... We know, because we, we're seeing, you know, things that they're not. So as an audience, we know that there's going to be a reckoning or something's going to happen eventually with the Men of Letters. But when it comes to Sam and Dean, they, they're just... They're touch and go right now. It's like, This hey, is the first time in a very long well, time. Let's think back. Uh, season last year was what? What was their mission? The darkness. Yeah. The season, the season before that. Mark Kane. Season before that. Nine. Mark Cain, Abaddon, and Metatron. Season eight. Closing Gates of Hell. Yeah. This is the first season time. Season seven, Leviathan. Yep. Season, season six, six so Alphas and Civil War versus but are Raphael. We not, are yeah. we not saying Lucifer's not a problem? They're not worried about it. They're, they're letting Crowley and Castiel. That's not their mission, which I think is kind of funny. I, I, and I kind of like it. I kind of like that they're not on a mission. And they're okay. From God. That they're okay. So stupid. I kind of. It just shows a little. I don't want to say. I, I can't really put put a word on it, but I, I think it works. I think it's. It, we're when we it's have an effective. We're on the twelfth. Yes, we're on the twelfth season, mm. and we've seen them on a mission pretty much since day one. And the fact that they're just kind of touch and go, and it's about their mom. When you think about it, that's that's what their mind. Their mind right now 
is on their mom, okay. and that's pretty much it. I'm okay with it now, but I don't want them to be complacent. I, yeah, I don't want them to just be monster of the week. Like you've got to have some kind of overarching. Well, they thing do, going it's the on. men of letters. No, but that's the thing is that there is, but they're not privy to it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yes, this exactly. is the first time where they're like, okay, the world's not ending tomorrow. Because even though Lucifer is out there and he's a threat, a couple of things. One, he's not at full power, and because he can't right. stay in a vessel, he won't be in full power for right. some time. Right. Two, they've he's an archangel, and in, and the sad fact is, while he is still evil and incredibly powerful. They've dealt with a greater threat just like months, uh, just a month ago. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I'm I'm not going to worry about it too much right now. I'm going to take five. I'm going to focus like that line from Wedding Crashers. I'm going to focus on me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then their family issues, and then they'll deal with that. Especially because they have a, a angry cr- Cass and an angry Crowley hunting for him. Once there's something to worry about, they'll give him a call. Yeah. Let the B right? Squad worry about it. I I like it. Yeah. It feels it's an effective way to dial down from the apocalyptic doomsday scenario that was yeah. season 11 without feeling too idiotic. Oh, they're just hanging out and that life's gone back to normal. And, and like I just said, we're on season 12. I mean, let's change it up. You know, and they have. They're, they're changing it up. Yeah. We don't want to feel like it's more the same, you know. And yes, they do stay consistent on certain things because that, that's supernatural. Like the little emotional nod the reminding us that dean is you know is is uh hurting and sam's hurting and this is how they deal with it you know yeah. we have that type of thing that which i think all of us have become accustomed to in supernatural that's just something you're gonna see probably at the either the beginning or the end of uh of almost every single episode that doesn't directly deal with the main the main myth arc yeah so it's always it's always been the case uh since they're always bookmark uh bookend yeah, they do. That's they just book the, in with emotional uh, nods before they close out and start the episode a lot of the time. So I'm no, okay with it. One small thing I wanted to talk about that was happened right there was when they were talking about spontaneous combustion. Mm-hmm. Sam says, throwing out what it could be, he mentions it could be a dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to bring attention to that just for a minute because I always <laughs> liked that concept. So did I. Yeah. And I felt like it was something from season six that was such a cool potential that yeah. was so underutilized, and I think that is one of my few gripes with season six. For me, that's very much the season that could have been yeah, in so many ways. And the idea that they still... I, I think that's one of the stronger points of this episode, is that they still have a bunch of little nods to previous things. Obviously, the Thule is a major nod right. to something that we haven't had season 11 a little bit, but it was back in time, you know, in the 40s. So, meh. But it touches on seasons eight current threat of the thule mm-hmm. you have the dragon reference later we have the grenade launcher that fans have wanted to see be used when's the first time oh, they had that they had the grenade launcher for a long time okay i, I remember so. they've had that i want to say since the beginning okay let's say that's a that's a season ender now at this point let's just use bring out the fucking <laughs> use grenade the grenade launcher to kill lucifer at the end <laughs> yeah just some, launch some, a Molotov of holy oil yeah. and fire. Put a book, like a book of the damn spell, on one of the grenade launchers. Oh yeah, and, and you're good to go. There you go. Yeah. God, that would, that be, would be so cool. That'd be so dumb. Honestly, so I want to cool. see Dan or uh, Dean. Dan, hit, sorry, Dean, hit firing it, dude. Just yeah. like a fucking boss, just hit firing <laughs> grenade, dude. That would be the shit. It's things like that that made this episode, I guess, pleasing for the most part. Was the 
small little references. There were to funny the story. little. There's funny little moments. Plus the references back to things that we like, like the dragon, the thule. I do hope they do something with dragons again. Yeah, I remember that being. They only they, did it once, right? It was only once yeah, in season once. six. You know, I really hope to see more of that, just because I think that's such a cool idea. Yeah. So we'll see. But they immediately jump into hunting down what happened, right? They just go into a, a, a spontaneous combustion site. And I, th- we see a lot of humor in this episode. Dean's physical humor with the ship was great. Dude, I oh, was, that, that was, was amazing. Just, I was laughing my so ass hard, off. I rewound dude. it three times. <laughs> it's so good, man. I it's not just his portrayal like his facial expressions but how well he unintentionally knocks it over and is just bungling trying to keep it from breaking yeah and the second he walked past it i'm like he's gonna break that and he touches the flag and it snaps i'm just like yeah dude it was awesome that was so I, funny. I loved i love when he fi- it finally fell on the ground and he, <laughs> he, he, just, and he just like he just pointed at it like oh, I, yep, yep. I think i want to go back and time it now but i think it was a good nine seconds of him oh, fumbling. Yeah. dude it's it a long time and it was good because even when we went down to Sam and we did the uh, the tilt shot where we saw, had Sam in the foreground and Dean in the background, we still saw him fumbling from downstairs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah. that was funny. And then, well, not only that, but then the next ship that he sees, <laughs> he's like, he's gonna he's gonna touch it, and he's, he's like, no, 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 no. He's a little kid. Yeah. When uh, your parents told you don't touch anything, what does he do? But yeah, some good. My physical... mom told me to quit touching my penis in public. Well, yeah, you well, know, you're... you probably should have stopped that too. You'll yeah. go blind. Yeah, <laughs> well, that explains why I wear glasses. <laughs> but physical humor aside, <laughs> and Mike's physical humor aside, they quickly discover the Thule. Now, I, me, I a little bit was kind of like really just stumbled upon the secret room. Yeah, did that bother well, anybody else? No, I mean he looked down and saw the. The streaks yeah, from the that, door. that works, but I don't know. I felt like that. I don't know. Like, yeah, I didn't almost too, I was okay with just the email. The email made sense to me. Sam would have found that, you know. You know what? No, I. But I, I look. If they would have just where he just found it, like, oh, I'm going to touch this thing and the door opens. Or better like, yet, nah. he snaps off the flag and that opens the door. No, <laughs> see, I, I like the fact that he looked down and saw the streaks from where the door had opened and closed multiple times. Yeah. Because when you watch certain movies, like. When someone's searching for a secret room, that's one of the things they look for is the, you know. Do the, you think maybe that's the problem that Thomas had with it, though? It's like, so, hey, we've seen that a hundred times. so on the nose. I think maybe. it might be. I, you know, it's they're trying to show us that Dean isn't just the brute of the duo. Yeah. This season, it's had hit. And even season 11, he's referenced Proverbs and he knows, you know, ancient, what was it, Chinese? Yeah. Mental letters, spell casting. Yeah. You know, he's not an idiot. He knows hacking, too, that when Sam right. is missing. See, and, and I, I think them just, and which I appreciate all that, because we know he's not an idiot. We know right. he's smarter than that. Right. I, I mean, he's the one who tricked uh, Eve into killing herself. Yeah. So. See, I, I was okay with that, only because of the fact that it's it's nice to see, um, I think it's a nice way to kind of sh- contrast the two. Like, Sam's, they're both capable hunters, but they're both very different. A very different, different style. Basically, I like the fact that they both came to the exact same conclusion at the exact same time by doing different types of investigation methods. And that is ultimately why I liked it, because Sam is somebody who's like, all right, research, what can we find through a system, logical progression of how a transaction would take place. And Dean's very much more boots on the ground. Let's dig around and see what he's hiding. Yeah. Which I liked that. Yes. I think maybe it was just it was too easy, maybe. Yeah. 
too easy to have this secret. Like, I mean, if I, if what did you want him to pull like ten books and be like, no? But if I had a secret Nazi paraphernalia that I was selling on the black market, two keys from like twenty feet away, I might have the door locked. You know, (laughs) yeah. Rather than just this bookcase that I haven't dusted apparently in front of the floor or gotten that fixed. Okay, I, I I know we're we're. We're joking. I do here, but jokingly, yes. I just think that maybe to, it was that I've seen it a lot. Perhaps I, I, I think that's probably it. Because, dude, if I walked in that that place, I probably would have never fucking find it. Found that. Yeah. Like I, I just feel like, I, or maybe it was just it was too quick. As it was well. too quick. Maybe if he, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. It probably could have been a little slower on the reveal, but at the same time, I just think you know that I, I chalk I it think, up to like headcanon. Like, okay, Sam and Dean are fucking smart as fuck. I feel like they would have found that yeah. also true really fast. Yeah. So. I think the, I me. think the purpose was there simply to contrast the two and their different styles. And I think in that regard, it worked. It does. I think we start breaking down a lot of things that they do. I'm like, yep, that was too easy. I think we can do that with a lot of things, honestly. Yeah, I, yeah, that's probably pretty true. Yeah, and which still it, it worked. It still moves the plot along. Still, I'm not know. gonna lie. If I ever found a secret fucking room behind a bookcase, I'd yeah. probably pee myself from being excited. Yeah, I, you'd be here. like, this is how my adventure starts. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm going on an adventure right now. Yeah, Th- Thomas uh, wanted Dean to have to spell the name of God, like Indiana Jones. But that, yeah, that's but, how hard but, he wanted. But remember, it. Yeah, I wanted puzzles. But I wanted death traps. But, but Jehovah, but Jehovah starts with I. Exactly. The, the, he yeah. would have felt there was an Indiana Jones reference. Yeah, at that point, there was. Nazis, I hate you, these guys. You've got yes. to. You, you, you have, you have to. a show like Supernatural that always delves and makes jokes with the pop culture. You had to do it. It's it would be a massive miss opportunity to the nerds like us if yeah. they didn't. It's from my. Do you guys remember which movie it was? Isn't Last that Crusade, the, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite That's one. That's my favorite one, too. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Woohoo. We're, We're dorks. Good. We're dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up. You like Indiana Jones, too. Do? No, like you like the. As well. As well. Whatever. In addition. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God. This no, but show. this this leads directly to the Thule, obviously the biggest supernatural threat that's also related to the Nazis, which then leads us to the return of. Aaron. Aaron Bass? Is that his last name? I believe did so, we confirm yeah. that? Aaron Bass, yeah. And the Golem. Now, I did want to see the Golem. I thought that was a cool character, and I was looking forward to a bit more of him, but all we sadly get is a four-minute phone call. Yeah. You know? And he's... I, <laughs> is he outside of a club? I had a little bit of an issue with him. Like, why are you in a club scene, like, talking on the phone out in public that you're like, yeah, we murdered all these Nazi guys. That chick walks in the golem. And he had neon necklaces on, right? Like, the glow glow stick did necklaces. He, like, did that, he? Is that just yeah. a conversation that's normal? Shut up. In downtown Germany? He was at a rave, <laughs> Maybe dude? it's an ongoing... Maybe it was like an inside joke. You know what I mean? Maybe. I, I, see, I for a while, I, I, I thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be they were hunting one in there. And that the golem was in there, and you'd see some guy coming through the door or a window being thrown through. Maybe Meredith Glenn is a club kid. Maybe because she they likes cut, clubs. Because they cut back to him just to see him hang up the phone and walk in. All I know is that yeah. chick that walked out of the club was hot. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I want to be in that Germany. Club. You want to sign up for our premium service? I got crotch cams. <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> That's going to be your next pickup line, and right? If, and if... <laughs> And if you insert Bitcoin, okay, I'll all right, pull Jesus. My pants down. Uh, okay, all right. Now, but I you was know, a little disappointed not to see a little bit more of Aaron after what four years now. Yeah, we should have seen. I, I have to agree longer. with you on that because, first off, I think you know if you are if you like our Facebook page, I actually did a whole article on the top what, top five characters I want to see 
return, return or to return this season. And on the list was was Aaron Bass. And uh, because we heard that he was coming back, we all got excited. We know that he's directly you're only going to bring him in if it has to do with the yeah. with the Judah initiative, which is directly connected to the Thule and the Golems. So we're like, yes, this is going to be cool. And they treated him like a hunter friend who's been around for the last seven or eight years like that. A, a scene like that would fly with Bobby uh, when he was a regular on right. the show where it's like yeah. a really quick yeah. phone call to remind us that everyone that he's here. And that was it. After four years, I think What's we would have gotten so much more like he, why couldn't he have been directly in this episode or even yeah. else, I was talking to you off air. I mean, it would make so much more sense. At least if you're going to only give us three or four minutes, why have him stand there with glow sticks around his neck outside a club? You should have had him in a very comedic way talking on the phone while they're killing fool. And you see the golem in the background out of like focus. Dude in half. Fight. Yes. How funny How cool would that and have satisfying. Been? That would have been it would have been satisfying. You just to see the fans. this, this blurred out, Hulk-like figure rip a Nazi and just see like blood splatter yeah. or just two halves they going totally, in different directions. Totally get away with that, and it would have yeah. worked with with Aaron talking with them on the phone yeah. in his very like kind of odd uh, way, like he was yeah. conversing with them. And in the background, we see the golem just kicking ass. That would be awesome. And I think you know this episode was deliberately funny. Yeah, it was a funnier yeah, was. episode. I think that would have been a good way for him to like his background banter and f- mixing of the him talking to the golem and his conversation with Sam and Dean. You could have put some clever lines in there about he they think he's talking to them and he's talking to the golem about how to do something or how he hangs up, you know. Something like, you know, we we can't have that many body parts, the trunk's already full. So, so I don't know, something like that. Because like you said, I did think a scene from that episode weekend at Bobby's where Sam and Dean are fighting that uh, Japanese spirit. Yeah. And Dean gets thrown across the room and he's trying to answer the phone call while fighting. Yeah. Or even Something last like year, that. like last year with the episode baby, when Dean's trying to talk on the phone to oh, cast. God. Yeah. I mean, even something like that's kind of what I would have expected, Hilarious. especially with a yeah, character who is kind of funny, like Aaron Bass. Yeah. Yeah. And he did feel too, a little bit too much like, yeah, I've just been murdering people. You know, that's kind of what I do now. And he's just cool with it. Whereas in the previous season, he was going to school and didn't know what the fuck any of this was about. Yeah, but it's Nazis, man. You know, murdering Nazis. Ain't no, I know. Thing. But like for you as a character shift a little bit, I would think yeah. that would affect you. Now, I have to believe, though, that he is going to come back this year. I mean, you don't do you bring a guy that that hasn't been in the show for four years? Do you bring him back for three minutes? Just I mean, that could have been filmed outside of his house. Like, yeah. hey. Where are you tonight? We're going to film the scene. Just bring out your phone. Yeah. So I have to. Have it, to it, it would it, be right? very odd. It would, wouldn't it feel odd and like something's missing if we don't see him again? I'll bet it that would. actor is like, yeah, I'm going to be back on Super. Oh, it wasn't even a close up of his face. Yeah. It was like the same 15, 20 feet distant yeah. shot. Yeah, it's very odd. I, I need to get him on the show and ask him. Yeah, I'd like to think we're going to see more of him. And we know, you know, spoilers ahead. We know the Thule aren't completely gone. So right. he's still got work to do. All I can say is that it's very easy to to mix the Judah Initiative and the Thule right in to mix it right into the middle letter storyline. It would it, it makes sense. It would go hand in hand. I it, yeah. it, it, I would feel like it would be a massive miss opportunity at this point since they did decide to mention him <laughs> and the Thule and the Judah Initiative. Why would they not bring it back to in some way to work in tandem with the Men of Letter storyline? They can't bring him back for three minutes and then not do anything yeah. with it. 
Yeah. It yeah. would literally be the mo- one of the most dis- disappointing things ever. Uh, yeah, and I, I think I'm being a supernatural baby right now, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. no, it, we're going to start our own We Tumblr. get a chance to whine now and then, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Crossroads babies. <laughs> new Twitter account. Yeah, new, t- new hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag wah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just... I, I do I, feel like it would be a missed opportunity. Yeah. And I feel like... You know, while Carver's run was better than I think some people thought, especially at the end, it is notorious for having some missed opportunities. Yeah, but this I th- is, this I is think the this dab is era, to move. I think that's something Dab can improve We're dabbing upon. All over him right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's something he can improve upon as we move forward. Yeah, you know? for sure. Now he does give us the the little bit of storyline that the Thule are working on some kind of the blood, or was it Das, das Blut? Das blood. Das Blut. I, I always das just kept. Blunt. I just kept saying Das Blut. Boot. The weed. Das Boot. That's immediately what I thought of. I was like, "Dang, they're gonna be drinking beer out of a boot." Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, when they first said that, this is where I took it. I thought the blood. Right. What was last episode about? A psychic. Right. Psychics. Yep. Sam needed to drink blood. Yep. The Thule are evil. Lucifer's evil, looking for a vessel. Yeah. You know, Hitler's soul is looking for a exactly. vessel. I'm thinking. Are the Thule working in tandem to some goal with the Lucifer in mind? Yeah. And Hitler in mind? Wouldn't that make sense? That would have made sense. That's immediately where I went. Are they going to help Lucifer get a a vessel that works? I mean, are they they going to connect? And maybe, spoilers, maybe that's where they take the story. If, you know, spoiler ahead, with Hitler gone, maybe Lucifer is where the Thule then pledge their allegiance. I think I'm going to ship them, Lucifer and Hitler. Um, That's yeah. what would that be? Would that be Littler? Littler, Hissifer, 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 Hissifit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that on a shirt. No, next, but, next creation entertainment. You know, walk that's immediately with a Hissifer shirt. You have to explain it every two fucking minutes. Like, what's that? I don't ship that. Yeah. What's that? Be half, no, but half demon symbol and half not swastika. Oh, yeah. That'll go so well. Oh, yeah. That'll look great. <laughs> hey, man. it's my ship, guys. Don't hate. Be open minded. Sorry. I, I didn't. Hey. Know no. No. Be open minded over no. my, my ship, okay? No. <laughs> yeah. His Littler ship. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that's Hissifer. where they were going to take the story. I thought the Thule are evil. Hitler's a man made or human. You know, devil and pure evil. Lucifer is the supernatural pure evil. This seems to be like a good mix. And I thought when we were first introduced to, uh, frankly, I don't even remember her name. Cool story. Do you? What was the girl's name? <laughs> Which girl? I feel terrible now. I don't remember the act, the the character's name. What? The girl in this episode. Oh, you didn't even remember who the fuck I'm talking <laughs> I about. I was like, wait, it's Shaniqua. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, it's uh, Ellie Grant. Uh, Ellie, Ellie, that's right. Ellie, yeah. I thought when they first introduced her and that the Thule were looking after her and the Thule needed her blood, that's what we got what we need. I'm thinking maybe she's actually psychic. Maybe that's why she is so awkward and had been away from the dating scene for a while. Maybe that's why she's been running for most of her life as they talk about it. I thought this was going to be some kind of starting to see where Lucifer and how the Thule are going to be involved for the rest of the season, which would also lead into the mental letters trying to stop them. And Sam and Dean's frankly like pussyfooting of, Oh, we won't kill 
these psychic humans. It would make sense as to why Mr. Ketch killed the, her Magda in cold blood. It would make sense why the Thule and the British Men of Letters had this feud for the last 80 years. You know, it would make sense as to a backup plan or a, uh, a greater plan if they find out about Lucifer. I mean, if they're, they're necromancers, they know about the supernatural. They have to have some knowledge about the fallen one. Yeah. You know, oh, they so have to. this is where I started taking the story in my head. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I did, too. I started writing. Right? I started rewriting the episode. I, did, I was like, I excited myself, you know, like Ryan does in the mirror. Did you need a change? I did. I do look at myself and get excited. <laughs> well, you like uh, Christian Bale in uh, American Psycho? No, I'm I'm uh, I'm like Buffalo Bill and fucking. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, fuck of me. course he goes uh, with that one. Fuck me. Uh-huh. Of course he goes with that one. So that's where I started taking it. Now, where'd you take it? To Buffalo Bill's house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just... That's where I started taking the storyline. And I we see that Ellie is involved. We see the, the kid, Nazi, Nazi mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. yeah and, and the kid, dad yeah. be involved. Let me, uh, I want to, I, I, not to cut you off. No, though, I, I want to ask you a question here, though. How fucked up in your head would you be if you found out that you were a descendant of Adolf Hitler? I'd like, probably be more upset about the being adopted and never having known. Yeah. Really? Honestly, yeah. That I, affects me more. You know, I wouldn't care. I'm like, it's not me. It doesn't represent who I am. Yeah. But be, being in that that lineage to, to know that you were related to... I wouldn't want most... people to know. It's not yeah. like Game of yeah. Thrones, though, where that determines your next, you know, 60 years of life and what kind of land you own. Yeah. Like, I, But still, I think it would bother me. I, I legitimately think that would bother me. It, I, I mean, it wouldn't. It's not I like think it would bother me. I, I wouldn't if, like. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm related to Hitler. Pass another drink, please. I wouldn't be like casual about it. Like, oh shit. But also at the same time, I'm still myself. I'd be like, hey, you know what? I would probably be more interested in how. Well, Mike, you don't have to worry about it. You're Mexican. There's no way you'd be related to Hitler. No, a lot pro- of them I'm, fled I'm prob- to South America. That's oh, true. that's actually a good point. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm probably just related to like Pancho Villa or something. <laughs> <laughs> My see for me, he I was a be, great. He was a great leader. Don't laugh. Oh, right? Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. I'd be more interested in the idea that somehow Hitler's children or relations fled and survived, and I'd try to follow that ancestral tree because I'm that kind of dork. Yeah, more than dork. I would be disturbed by it because again, unless I was you know struggling with inner demons about oh god, I just want to kill people all the time, you know, like <laughs> Hitler death camp scenarios in my head. If I was struggling with some internal darkness and then I found out I was related to someone who was truly evil, I think that would mess with me more. Yeah. But I, I'm not, so... Uh-huh. I'm just that you like, know of. You are a no. white male, though. Yeah. That is true. But I am I have dark hair and very pale skin. Yeah. So, fair yeah. skin, you mean. No, like a translucent? Fair. No, fair. fair. That's fair. fair. Fair skin. Yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> You're fucked. No, but she is the, the, the whole crux of the story. And the the guy the kid kidnaps her with surprising ease. The cops were just like not paying attention. You know, I, I feel like you have two characters like him, the boy, and you have her, who were the story definitely revolved around them and hinged on their actions, right? Right. Right. Okay. And I felt like both of them are completely unforgettable. Or are compl- no, I'm sorry, completely, completely forgettable. forgettable. They're forgettable Thomas. For- <laughs> 
just, we honestly forgot her name is Ellie. I, you know what? I think she was. I felt like there was a lot riding on her. They tried to use her as a mirror for us to kind of yeah. contrast Dean and where he's at and how he runs away from his problems. And also at the same time, for some reason, they thought it was necessary again to bring up Sam's past and the blood and Lucifer. Again, I got to believe there's a bigger story there. Well, and they're th- trying to remind us and keep us fr- that fresh on our minds. But at the same time, I feel like she was they didn't fully make her real to me i felt like she was just there like a like a, she was an appetizer that you never ate that just it was left on the yeah. table and it didn't look good enough to eat and take in so you just waited for I your main she meal pretty good oh, no, God, no. You, you, come on you understand but, but, the analogy I, though? I do i do but here's the here's the thing that i that i made kind of the analogy with was that the 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 kid the the Nazi kid whatever Christoph Christoph name whatever he's, I looked it up I like he's a good actor he was too. a good actor but he reminded I've seen him of other stuff he reminded me of the young Stein boy see I got that vibe initially but I felt like the Stein boy and character was memorable far better yeah than I, I, yeah this character I'm just saying he they initially the way they introduced him was because, very much like the kid like so, Stein so let's get into the kid then the Christoph the kid. I don't get into kids. Sorry. Right. <laughs> That's something. Could have let that say. one go. Could have let that one go. He pulled a Ryan on that one. Anyway, he has been. Think about this. He's been raised by not just a Nazi, right? Not not even a neo-Nazi. A true Nazi. Fool with a magical thool powers. Nazi. A fool necromancer who should, by rights, be ninety-five plus years old. Yeah. He looks forty-three. <laughs> like at best or, yeah. or at worst you know and he's been raised by this guy and this entire lifestyle I had a really hard time believing that someone and and like Ryan you know you care a lot about World War II it's, right. it speaks to me for whatever reason that time period and I'm not somebody to say that anything is too sacred to make fun of you make fun of all of it. You absolutely should. It's your right if you can't make fun of it. If you can't, if one thing's too sacred, yeah, then everything is kind of thing. But for this evil society to be how this kid was raised, and for his storyline to essentially be, yeah, well, fuck you, dad. Yeah, I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah, eh. I had a really hard time believing. That. Well, let's yeah, compare it. Let's compare it. Meanwhile, with... the Stein kid. That's exactly, exactly. what I was gonna say. He absolutely detests his family is mortified by what they do makes all kinds of sense and he goes along with what he has to do but he's physically uncomfortable to the point of throwing up tries to distance himself at every turn but still no matter what does what his family tells him to because of the fear not only that they as family possess but what they can do to you compared to other family members I mean how many of, of anybody Will just go up to their parents and disrespect them. Not like you know Nazis deserve respect. You know what I'm talking about. Just be, tell your parents to fuck off and then and move on right. from your way of life that you've been born and bred into. This isn't like you went to a different college. I'm a U of A dad and you're a ASU son. This is an ideology that has been bred into him. Yeah, I had a really hard time, regardless of his acting ability, to believe that this character would just the problem up and vanish. From this life. The problem, Thomas, isn't acting. What you're describing is writing. Plain and simple. The the reason why, despite whether... The Stein episode, whether you thought it was a great written episode, is besides this point. The point is, is that whoever wrote that episode, I can't remember, 
they fully fleshed out the Stein kid in a way that we could understand where he's coming from. And we and for yeah. all we know, the Thule kid could have had the same type of story. He was intimidated by his father, so he lived this life. And it, but the problem is, is that the Thule kid, along with L or Ellie, what's her name? Ellie Grant. Ellie Grant. The problem with those two characters is they were not fully fleshed out and realized within an episode. They felt like an appetizer, as I was saying, yeah. that you didn't yeah. eat. They were just there for decor. You know, friggin' appetizer. What's the thing uh, that you don't eat? A garnish. They were a, a garnish. Gar- they were they, the cilantro. They were a garnish that had no substance. And I think, bottom line, that was the problem. The Stein kid was not garnish. He was there to propel Dean's story when he blew yeah. him away. He was there for a point, and with by his death, it, it he was fully fleshed out. Okay, with these characters. It was empty. It just felt empty. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, but that is true. You know, I, the Stein kid being disturbed on a, on a fundamental level by what he was forced to do by his family at under threat of death to dismember vivisect that kid for organs. Yeah. That's fucked. That's all kinds of dark. This kid conversely is mad at his dad because he doesn't know where the keys are is mad at his dad because he got caught, and rightfully so. Uh, okay. And is mad at his dad because his dad was going to kill him. But here's the thing. If you're a necromancer family, is death really that big of a threat? I mean, I'm sure it doesn't feel good to get killed. But well, the entire concept of the Thule is that they just come back to life. Right? Uh, in the chat room, and I want you to kind of, because you explained this to me before we went on air, but in the chat room, VW said, um, uh, I, well, I mean, his dad had taken him out back to be shot. Um, and that's why basically he turned on him. But that's right. But I think there's more to it than that. Like before he was even threatened that we saw. OK, he, he already said that he, he didn't already sold look out up to his he, dad. He already sold out the entire idea. And I'm like, I, and I have to believe again, I have to back Thomas up on this. If you are part of a hierarchy of the Thule, not just run of the mill, you're not neo-Nazis, you're Thule with power. You have power true power and you're telling me that this kid oh yep it's hitler you you convinced me and i'm gonna sell out my entire belief and, and the ideology in 30 seconds because dean has a gun to my head and i, I, I thing, have to too. believe it just doesn't it doesn't make yeah, sense was, because again too rushed, the yeah. thule are necromancers the entire idea is that they come back from yeah. anything unless you burn the body dean could have shot him in the head and he would have told them nothing for the thule who knew where he was because they know where the car was parked to then show up and just bring him back to life. Yeah. I, again, if you've been raised to believe this is the fundamental world you understand, yeah. is that really that much of a threat? Or is it like a timeout? And I think, honestly, all of this would have gone under the radar and we wouldn't swallowed it, him selling it out, if, once again, the writing of his character was fully fleshed out and realized. And I think, ultimately, that is the problem with that character, is that he, again, was Garnish. That's it. See, and here's the thing. We when Dean threatens the Stein kid in season 10, he we was, already know that he disapproves of the family, he's horrified by what they do, and he wants out. When this kid, Christoph, was threatened by Dean, all we know about him is that he missed he didn't take his shot to shoot the girl. He didn't know where the keys were, and that's why he was frustrated at his dad, and he's a fool. Yeah. It's only after this point. Do we learn that he used to look up to his father in some way 
but then has apparently shifted overnight simply because they're achieving their grand plan of bringing back the most evil man in the world. Yeah. It d- it doesn't feel real. And like you said, they're a garnish. His character is not fleshed out enough for me to believe that he feels threatened by Dean because if he was a true fool, he'd be like, yeah, shoot me. I don't care. Okay. And I feel as a writer, I feel like he was added after the story was written. Uh, he seems like a way to explain more. Like here you are writing a story and you're like, okay, I got this great story, but how am I going to explain uh, how am I going to explain Hitler now and how his soul got put into a watch? Shit. I already wrote my story out and I don't, how am I going to explain this where it kind of feels natural? Oh, let You're me, let me introduce, device. he was a writing device and I think a poor one to tell a story about Hitler when all they had to do was start the episode up in 1945, Hitler's about to kill himself, his, uh, his general comes up to him and says, hey, there's another way. Boom, you open up to Supernatural's logo and you start the show. Yeah. That's all we needed to see. We didn't, and, and you could have done away with the kid and you had the dad. That kid served no purpose. He was a poor writing device. I, I feel like it's true. He, he I think he was an afterthought. He doesn't add enough. Because, like you said, the Stein kid fuels directly into Dean's character at that time. He kills someone innocent in cold blood, which the Mark of Cain had a big impact on. You could have had any other way for them to find the Thule or bring Aaron in and the Gollum as a way to find the Thule yeah. and some magic they learned over the course of their four-year adventure as to how you find them. Yeah, four-year adventure. You make it sound so, like, fun. They went to Narnia, and it was great. <laughs> their four-year adventure of killing Nazis. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's Indiana might, Jones, right? Yeah, that might be fun. That okay. might be fun. I, I do feel like he's kind of an afterthought. It's how do we tell... It's it's like they realized that they had to have some reason for Sam and Dean to follow the breadcrumbs, well, so I they think, just brought someone to lead them by the hand. I think they yeah. did that, and they they also picked him because he's about the same age as the girl, and they did that to have two two characters of the same age so they can relate to each other. I yeah. guess yeah. I don't know. I, it just it felt rather underdeveloped. So that was a gripe for me because I have a hard time that believing that this Nazi father. Would raise a kid to just be Who'd like, be a pansy yeah, like well, that. Fuck you, dad. Who would be okay. a pansy? Yeah, it just hey, maybe he's you, an absent father, and the kid despises him. Yeah, he maybe lived with his mom yeah. for a lot yeah. of years. But then pff, give us something more than just a car ride conversation, right? That's the problem. And yeah, I, no, I, I, he, I think he was just the Stein a, family yeah. made the kid kill another dude. Yeah, <laughs> that okay. We're on the same page now. And we also saw that he was trying to live a normal life with other kids. He was going to, going school. to school, trying to get out of it. Yeah. This it's kid's much just like, different. I couldn't find the keys because you hit him under the wheel like a dick. And it's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dad. And it's kind of a shame because I actually like that actor quite a bit. And I think it was such a missed opportunity with acting talent as well. He was in Bates Motel on top of... And he was actually pretty damn good in that. So, I mean, this it's just, you know, poor choice, I think, ultimately. I, yeah, I feel like a little bit of rearranging the, his story structure. Or just do, you, you cut him out of the story and, do what, and do what I just said. Put... put the, the start the episode with the Nazi scene and uh, and, and then have with, Aaron and, and you, the Gollum be you, far more important. Yeah, you literally do not need that kid in the story. And that's yeah. how if you ever want to critique something and you want to get into reviewing something, what you first what I usually do as I, I I line up all the characters and I take them out. I take them out one by one and I see if the story can still be told without them without them. And if they can, then why are they there? Then why are they there? That's what I do with my own stuff when I when I rewrite. If this character does not need to be in there and the story is still exactly the same without him, mm, that means he doesn't belong. Yeah. Now, 
we find out that ultimately she's related to Hitler. We knew that, you know, and the the idea is that Hitler needs to be reincarnated or or soul transferred into somebody who has his blood. Yeah. That's cool. And I did like the idea that they were not going to resurrect him into her body, but rather drain her of blood. Yeah. Because that is more dark. That is darker, more sadistic, you know. Plus, I mean, dude, I love when you get to see two versions of a character, like an actor get to play two completely different. Yeah, it's so cool for like, the It's actor. such a stark difference. Well, shit, they do it on DC. They do it with Flash all the time. They yeah. Fucking yeah. Harrison Wells has played Harrison Wells 14 different ways. Yeah. And I think it's, like you said, it's cool for the actor. He gets a chance to play a different version. Oh, yeah. They eat that stuff up. Yeah, they love that. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of been some of the concept with this season as well as with Lucifer you know, Castiel just last season. There's been a lot of yep. Crowley even yeah. last season when he was in that woman's body for a period of time, just long enough to be part of an orgy. Right. Because who wouldn't, you know, if it's already <laughs> happening, would, why would wouldn't have. you hang I, out and stay? Yeah, I'm here for the orgy. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of characters portraying two or actors portraying two different characters. Yeah. That's something that Supernatural does. And they do it. All, mm-hmm. I have to say 99.9% of the time they do it very well. And whether we agree with, uh, I think you're going to get into this. We but, are. Uh, th- whether you agree with the Hitler performance or not, like, oh, that's not what we really wanted for Hitler. The performance of that, that actor was amazing. Yeah, he was. he was a damn good actor. Oh, man. I, I liked his acting ability for this. I'm just, I was a little disappointed in the portrayal of Hitler. What's now, you, what did you want? I, I said previous episode, I wanted him not to show up. I didn't want him to be a part of this story. I wanted yeah. the Thule to be alluding to that's their great plan. I wanted the Thule to have this, you know, they smuggle the watch out and a lot of them die fighting Sam and Dean, but the watch is lost kind of thing. And there's some bigger organization as a whole putting some grand scheme together. Maybe like a scene and from again, Pulp Fiction where he had to put it in his ass for like 10 years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I also, going with my thought of what the blood meant and the references to psychic powers and Lucifer in his ass. That's what the blood (laughs) meant. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But no, but here, the idea of the blood and maybe the Thule have something to do with Hitler and the blood. We know psychic kids are vessels for Lucifer and blood's important to that. Mm -hmm. It felt like it was too many pieces that lined up perfectly. And I could see that later down the road, they resurrect Hitler and he's alive just long enough to be possessed by Lucifer yeah. as the new vessel to show that the Thule are dark enough to sacrifice their greatest leader for someone even worse. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been a nice and dark way to tell that story. Yeah. I didn't want him to show up at all because to me, he's a character that's so big. And I said this last week, so big in, in history and in pop culture at this point that how do you do him justice with the same episode that you introduced the idea of his return. That's a lot for yeah. us to take and as, I, a, as fans. And even. I agree with that. And that's why I'm, I'm, I'm leaning on. I have to say that they're not done with him. You, you, you don't, you know I, I, mean? like, I, I don't know. This, it could whole go either Hit, way. this whole Hitler thing has been such a big deal during summertime. They really talked about it at all the conventions. Uh, they, they made, they, uh, countless articles came out about it andrew dab was so happy yeah. about about the richard simmons the eccentric hitler they're gonna get for that's gonna be like richard simmons on crack whatever and uh and i just gotta i gotta i have to believe that there's more to it than just that well, because we, we literally saw that version that they talked about for all of three minutes well yeah it's the same thing they did with demon dean they hyped it up and hyped it up and hyped it up and there was only three episodes yeah well, so yeah you know See, I, I, you know what, but that's, I have to, I have to believe that there's more to it. 
I was. Well, you how know what how I was do hoping? you introduce that? Because you bring up a good point, Thomas. Um, the whole thing about maybe baiting us a bit with Hitler, because we just saw the scene earlier in the episode with uh, Aaron telling them that the Thule are planning something big. And it's kind of odd that in 37 minutes we get the Thules planning well, something big and all of a sudden it's wrapped up because yeah. b- because they wrapped the case because Hitler was nothing more than a monster of the week. Well, what I was hoping, and this is what I was hoping watching the episode, is that once they did the transference, I was hoping the guy was faking it. I was No, seriously. <laughs> I, ho- I was hoping that he was faking being Hitler oh, so okay. he could take over all the power. And uh, then, You so, know what? That might work. Because then what you do is you essentially make that guy the bad mm-hmm. guy. He's he's faking being Hitler, so and there's that no way, Hitler, and there's no Hitler because now you then you now you've shelved Hitler to the fact that that could be their plan. Yeah, but this guy was trying to take all the glory and pretend to be Hitler and get all the power. Right, and I would have I would have stomached that. I would have yeah. been able to digest that. Yeah, See, I still feel like that would have been a bit of a, a misdirection, just trying to be misdirection rather than trying to tell we're going to misdirect them by misdirecting them by you know, misdirecting them exactly <laughs> yo we heard you like misdirection so we took misdirection and then put it with some misdirection and then accidentally went the right way so fuck <laughs> yeah damn <laughs> it well <laughs> they're on all our misdirection and okay let's talk about the whole hitler thing for a moment in terms of the fact that his performance and why he was so eccentric okay yeah. now setting aside for the moment that the performance was amazing and the actor did a fantastic job. That's not what we're discussing here because we already know that he did a great job going from one version of a character to a completely other spectrum. He's a fantastic actor that deserves much praise for his performance. But my question is why, why did Hitler act like that? Is there anything in history to verify that he acted that way? And let's say, let's say there isn't. Okay. Well then you have to kind of explain why all his men are looking at him oddly. Obviously, yep. that's not, obviously, that's not how Hitler acted in 1945 when he was about to die, right? And that's my issue, because that was the thing. He's acting weird, eccentric, jumping up and down, saying, how's the wife? Oh, she's probably dead. That's funny to me. And it, was, stuff, and it was funny. And it was funny, but his men are looking at each other like, like is what this, the is, fuck? Yeah, is he high right now? Right. And if they were that, baffled by his behavior, they sh- if this is how he's always been, then they should not be surprised by it because these aren't Thule that were converted afterwards. Right. He knew he know- these yeah. men yeah. that meant that they knew him in the 40s and the 30s, which they were friends then yeah. to be part of the underground secret Thule portion of the Nazi regime. So why are they confused by how he's acting That's unless what- it's an odd way to act? Right. Which makes so- me think more of a, it, it wasn't actually hitler oh it was hitler dude then why all the pomp and circumstance and the blood and the transfusion and the pocket watch yeah. that's half a spider and half scalpel to make you believe that he's hitler now dude that's there's was, easier ways though yeah that that scene though that you just mentioned is freaking was cool. amazing that was creepy looking yeah, that was cool yeah. yeah that was awesome that was one of the coolest effects i've seen on the show i'll, I'll put that to my top 20 visual effects yeah it was so cool oh yeah i mean making it the swashka sign and going in like a yeah that was awesome yeah. That was very cool. Very well done. Um, no, but yeah, I, I think I don't have a problem with the eccentric behavior. I think it was a nice little nod, but all they had to say was a very simple, um, I've been locked in there way too long, and maybe he's gone crazy. We all know, stir crazy. People go crazy when they're locked away. Yeah. Obviously, he had some type of memory, right? Because he says that he's been, what's been too long, or it's been, what was his exact words? It's been so long. It's been so long. So yes, well, he's pent, he's been pent up. He's lots hasn't of energy. masturbated in a long time. <laughs> he hasn't killed any Jews in a long time. He's got to get a lot of all that out. 
you know, we, but you got to have, you got to explain that to us. You have to, you have yeah. to, and it takes all of 10 seconds or less to explain why he has eccentric behavior. And all I ask is why you can do whatever you want in, in TV shows. You can do, you can do almost anything you want, but there's gotta be a why and you have to clue the audience in. Otherwise we're scratching your heads. See, and that's the thing is I, and again, I'm not saying you shouldn't make something funny because, but there's gotta be a reason because I can see, I can understand making Hitler a goofball, crazy, eccentric Richard Simmons esque character, because that's the greatest way to take the fangs out of him and disrespect who he was quote, you know? I mean, if, if de- years down the road, they turn you into some the, a clown and the butt of every family guy joke, you know, then you're not as much of a threat. You're not as much of a scary guy that goes bump in the night. Yeah. But I think for me and, and th- you know, this is just my issue. But there's got to be some truth to it. There like, has to be some truth like, I'll, to I'll it. I'll give you an example. When you make fun of politicians, whether it be Hillary Clinton or or Donald Trump, they take truths to them. And they exemplify it. They exaggerate mannerisms and characteristics. Where in history does it say Hitler was an eccentric Richard Simmons type character? That's yeah. my point. Well, and for me, he's if you supposed want to, to be... exaggerate and make him and make, you know, make fun of his balls like they did do stuff like that. If you yeah. want to, if you want to minimize who he was as a person because he was a terrible person, do it. Yeah, I can get behind that. But but it also has to be semi based in reality. If you're taking an, an historical character. I mean, even if it was a book that Sam was looking through two episodes ago that the middle letters had notes on Hitler, like, dude, you know, this guy was actually a squarmy little motherfucker. Like he was <laughs> like he was goofy. It would be funny if they said this is yeah. the truth behind who, how Hitler really acted. Then a scene like that would work. Yeah. Or even like you had in the beginning, the, the previous episode or the, the prequel bit to the episode yeah. where it shows him, hey, there's another way. Have him say some jokes and goof off with those guys in his bunker before he kills himself. You know, a little bit to let me know that this is what the character is supposed to be. But I'm expecting this dark, macabre, ultimate evil person, and I get a goofball. And that, that personally, that didn't work for me. Maybe that's that's too subjective a review. Yeah. But I'm. it's hard for me to think that this evil organization that burns people alive in the middle of the day, doesn't give a fuck, has been working for this for 80 years, is following a goofball. You know what he reminded me of? Hmm. He reminded me of the Hitler from Kung Fury. We uh, both like cool moves. I haven't we seen both dress that. nice. That's what yeah. it reminded me of, dude. Yeah. And this thing is, I get this was supposed it to be a funny episode. Me of, of the genie pent up in the lamp. 10,000 years! <laughs> <laughs> like, and you know what? It works because the VW again says, I think he was just excited that he, to be alive again. And you know what? You're probably That's right. Probably and what and they I were agree, to do. but it needed, we needed a little bit more to confirm that. Yeah. yeah and my, are we being too picky? I think we might be, but at the same time, it just it doesn't fit this story they've been telling us that the thule will rise again that these necromancers cannot be stopped look that world war ii is the darkest period in human history it, and it, he's this dude it doesn't fit the picture that we've been painting exactly. for the last you know it, it just doesn't it doesn't paint the picture that we that we know of this person and, and while and supernatural is, is funny you know it wasn't like like hitler in a comedy movie works but this was like we were told hitler's going to be this you know, documentary level person, uh, personization. And then we get yeah. the comedy spoof version. Yeah. VW says he finally has two balls. <laughs> Maybe that was it. 
<laughs> he was so angry and bitter because of the one uh, testicle. See, that's what you do. You have him feel. Uh, you don't need to show it, but have him feel, feel like in his like feel his balls. Like, he's like, oh wow, too. Have yeah, have the camera. <laughs> that's all you need because you can't show that on TV. So show on CW. So have the camera stay on him like a medium face, shot. Yeah, and you see his hands fumbling down below, and he'd be like, ah, oh, too. That would be amazing. And it would take a little bit of the the fangs out. Yeah, you know. So it, th- that character just didn't gel for me. And the, I think the biggest thing, besides the lack of use of the grenade launcher, was because that D- Dean's dejected face against Sam neatly mirrored my own as I was watching that. Because it's like, oh man, I wanted to fucking blow people up with that, but whatever. The I think the biggest thing was that it was over and done within an episode. Now. Some people, like Mike here, believe that maybe he's not done, or at least we know the Thule he's not are not done. done. He's not done. But he was shot in the head at point-blank range, and then they say they burned all the bodies. That's yeah. that's pretty much the way you do it. Hey, if you don't, if you didn't see it, it's not canon, according to Ryan. Yeah, and oh. how's Kane doing? He's still alive. He's Kane, still alive. That's debatable. That's yeah, the, that yeah, one's that's debatable, that's dude. That's I don't think that's debatable anymore. Um, you know debatable. what? Hitler was hidden in a watch. Okay, that's ludicrous and silly. Okay, Fair I like enough. it. I'm talking like it's silly in terms of the fact that anything can happen. They can find a way to have captured his soul. Uh, Crowley can bring him back for some reason, even though it doesn't make sense. All I'm saying Crowley is there's, bring him back. there's countless ways that the Thule can find some way to magic his ass I mean, they are out. necromancers, right? Exactly. There's some way they could find to get him back into the show or even keep the Thule an ongoing threat. It's kind of silly to bring them in as a monster of the week. And if that's all they've become, then I don't want to see them anymore. Also true, though. I don't want you anymore. Uh, I don't know. That's just it. Did not gel for me. It felt like it was over and done with too quickly as well. Because again, I didn't it's want like it to your be, first time, right, Thomas? Right. You know, point five seconds. Right. That's record time. I didn't want them to be monster of the week. So <laughs> Ryan's all checked out now. Look at him. So I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm done. God. So I don't know. With that, guys, I think the one last little bit is the possible connection to. Sam's little bit to saying how well I almost was you know the vessel for Lucifer and she just completely doesn't believe him oh yeah that there's was... been a lot of these nods to Sam's destiny with Lucifer between the psychic connection of the previous episode and someone trying to possess your body or the blood matters yeah. for this following episode I think that Lucifer to be a major player Sam's gonna have to be involved to a much larger degree to. as the yeah. vessel so I think that is one thing they've kind of been sowing these little seeds throughout the episodes as to where this is ultimately going to go. Yeah. But yeah. With that, guys, let's move on to final thoughts and a grade for this episode. Ryan, what did you give it? Oh, boy. Um, You know, the more we talk about the, the episode tonight, the more it changed my grade a little bit. Um, I, I did... I did like the episode, um, but I, I think we hit everything in there. There were just some some plot points and some writing in the episode that they could have just got away, like just completely got rid of. And they and I think that was the problem. There was some some nitpicky stuff. I honestly, dude, I thought the whole anticlimactic Hitler being a fucking nerd was it threw it off for me. Yeah, I think the episode would have been a whole hell of a lot darker if he would have shown up and then just was a fucking exactly what we think of him. Mm hmm. Um, it would have it would have given the episode more power and more clout. Um, the visual effects shot that Mike mentioned with the fucking key thing going or the locket going in his chest was badass. 
That was one of the cooler shots that I think we've seen in a while. Um, the kid, uh, the, 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 the Nazi kid could have completely been not even in the story. Wasn't necessary. It threw it off to me. He kind of was just, it didn't make any sense. He felt too much like the rebellious teen. It, it, yes. The rebellious teen who gave up his father who has raised him entire organization because Dean pointed a gun at his back at his neck. Like it just didn't feel, it didn't feel not if we're supposed to believe he's been born into this Nazi yes, regime. Absolutely. Um, but there were just, there were some things in this episode that really like, and I said before, while we were off air, normally when I watch supernatural, I put my phone down and I don't touch it. I was watching my phone. Like I was playing with my phone and I just, I felt like the episode didn't quite capture me. And, and it's pretty hard not to capture me in an episode, especially for supernatural. So I'm actually going to give this one a C. Um, I was going to give it a C minus, and then the more we talked about it with the Thule and the and the lore, it bumped it up into just a, a C for me. But yeah, this one was this one was rough for me. So, all right, Mike, what about you? What are your thoughts on this one? What was your grade? Uh, he gave it a C. Oh, okay. well, were you panned out there, Ryan? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. um, he was on his phone while I was talking. <laughs> he <laughs> usually is. So stupid. <laughs> Um, I have to say there was a lot of cool elements to this episode. Um, I think anything when you bring the Thule in is, is very intriguing and interesting. Uh, the pocket watch and Hitler's soul in there worked for me. Uh, the, uh, the comedy in this episode, uh, once again, Supernatural does a great job bringing comedy to an episode that's not, this isn't a, co- a comedy show. And yeah. yet they sprinkle comedy on throughout the episodes that work in, 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 in a real way. And it, it doesn't feel contrived like a lot of shows do when they try to, you know, we're going to have some funny moments here. And it feels like the writers just had an inside joke and it's funny to them, but it's not funny right, to the audience. Right. This works. And I, and I, and it goes and kudos to, again to, uh, to Dean uh, Jensen, because the guy knows how to, he can wear many different types of hats in terms of acting. Um, also, a big highlight for me was the performance of the actor that played Hitler, uh, even though I, I didn't quite grasp or understand the writing choice as to make him that way, other than, hey, it's funny. Yeah. I, I don't get why. It, it, it would have been nice to have an explanation other than us assuming that it's because he's been, you know, he's the, he's the genie and Aladdin rubbed the lamp and got him out. Like, it just feels, yeah. it feels weird to me. It feels off. Um, but his performance was fantastic. Um, the visual effect shot is like I said a few minutes ago uh, with the watch. Right, I think that probably goes on my top twenty visual effect shots of Supernatural. It was a very simple shot, but it was done the right way. It looked really cool. I always look for um, cutaways on visual effects or ways to hide the effect. Um, and when you don't hide the effect and you just keep that camera on there and you show it, that means you have your con- you have confidence in your effect. And they had confidence and rightfully so because that visual effects was was pretty. Pretty damn, pretty damn good. Um, I think the, I think the, I think the bad element of this episode was the, was, I have to say the writing. I don't want to blame it on the directing. I felt like the writing was just, it was sporadic. It it felt off. It didn't flow right. Uh, there was right. It felt like she, it it really did. And I, maybe I'm looking at this from a writer standpoint because I know how to write a screenplay and I know what the process is. It feels like she wrote something and it didn't really flow the way she wanted. So she took a scene, cut it, put it over here, put it over there. And she said, okay, papers and scissors, right? She's okay. That works. I think that flows pretty good. Um, and again, look at your characters who don't you need in a story. If you don't need a character in a story, if like, for example, 
take your characters, take one out. And if you can still tell the same story without that character, the character does not need to be there. Uh, and uh, ultimately, I think that's what was probably the the biggest problem with this episode. And I have to say that I'm very, I think everybody knows that I'm the I'm the champion of yeah. Supernatural. I'm the one who loves every episode, and I'm always uh, trying to make sure you guys stay positive if there's something you don't like. So I think that's saying a lot that I have to give this episode a C minus. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I, 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 I was wondering where you. Uh, well, I said earlier it was a D. Yeah. And I, I talked myself into liking it more as we were discussing things. I, that's what happened to me. Uh, because it was, when I first watched it, I, it was a D. And I've never, ever, ever rated an episode D except Bloodlines. Bloodlines, <laughs> we gave it F. Let's be honest. Yeah, and it just, and maybe it's because we, we are little babies, crossroad babies, uh, and we are been spoiled now because season 11 was so solid. Uh, and the, la- the opening four episodes were very solid as yeah. well this year. And maybe that's why. Maybe I'm an entitled little biatch now. I don't know. Could be. I, I don't know. So, that's it. I mean, I'm, I'm in a lot of the same camp as you guys. I, I have to give this one two ratings, and it's kind of cheating. I understand that, but hear me out, and this is why. Okay. The, it was a very funny episode. There was a lot of bits of humor that worked. Dean's you know, deadpan, expressionless face during some of those bits are always great. I loved the humor. I like the Thule. There's been a big thing that I thought have been really cool. And I liked the visual effects of the, the watch going into his stomach. I thought the fire could have used a little bit more time because it did feel a little bit off in the very beginning. But I agree with Mike a lot on the writing. I felt like the the kid, the Christopher or Christoph kid isn't necessary. I feel like this female character of Ellie is the same female character we've seen a lot of. I feel like she's Charlie 2.0 and I, I'd like a different personality to be portrayed. I feel that the Thule leading this level of Hitler and that he's this different from what they remember didn't it was it didn't make sense with this character story that they've been telling us that they're this dark thing. I felt like there was a lot of missed opportunities here. And that the pacing felt a bit off. Ultimately, for a lot of the reasons you guys have said, I give the episode a C minus as well. But oh, wow. subjectively, my own personal opinion, and I, 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 this is why I have the second rating, is because from what I wanted as a subjective viewpoint, which isn't fair, but this is what I wanted, I was expecting far more out of the golem being back brought back into it. And Aaron, I expected far more from a darker interpretation of Hitler. I expected far more from the blood and possibly a Lucifer undertone to this and the Thule working towards some greater supernatural power that only Hitler is just a conduit or a vessel for. I wanted to see more of them woven throughout the season as a threat or an enemy, or even maybe a secret ally to a darker level with the British mental letters. I wanted that to be explored throughout the season, and I feel like this episode killed a lot of that potential and a lot of those ideas. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, taking away what you wanted, okay? Right. Forget about what you wanted for a moment, and just as an episode itself, if you were to re- discuss it, would you still give it a C? C minus is what I give it without m- what I wanted. Okay, okay. I thought that's what you said. All right. A, a middle ground D is what I give it for what I wanted. Okay. But that's not fair. 
You know, it's, it's you, not. You, that's you not can't fair. be like, I didn't like how you did that, so you yeah, fail. I would have done class. it like this. No, that's right. not fair. Yeah. As, from a critical standpoint, the the writing is all, all over the place with too much exposition, unnecessary characters, and an incongruous threat level and tone. And I feel like you could have had this because it was very funny. It could have had some funny bits if you didn't have Hitler and the Thule as the threat. I think they deserved more than Monster of the Week, but that's again my subjective view. But to have this level of threat that we've seen for almost four years, theoretically, be just written off in one episode is a shame. Yeah. So critically, C minus, subjectively, it was a D for me. Yeah. So I, I know I'm the harshest critic usually. And out that's of this too group. bad. I'm not going to lie. I actually feel a little depressed right now. Yeah, and I, and I don't mean to. I feel horrible that we just. Uh, I know. I do. I feel don't bad. think we've ever, ever, ever talked bad about a show about a bad about an episode of Supernatural, have we? No. Bloodlines I, was the only I one. I think this is the first one we've ever disliked. Yeah. That's, but that says a lot, man. It does, you know. And I feel depressed now. I, I want to go drink. <laughs> I'm not joking. I feel, <laughs> and I think some I feel of it, really depressed and I feel like I betrayed my show. <laughs> some of it might need hindsight 2020 kind of thing as time goes on. Some of it might be that, like you said, we've been spoiled. We have been spoiled by this last season and a few episodes. So, but with that, guys, I think it's time for us to take a quick break and then we're going to get into no, this. No, we're not taking a break. We're today. not taking a no, break. No, we'll just jump right into straight, it. Straight into it. We're going in raw. Yeah. That's the way I like it. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> so now let's shift gears and talk about the upcoming episode. Uh, episode six, celebrating the life of Asa Fox. I think it's Asia Fox. Asia? Yeah. Asa sounds weird. Asia Asa. sounds like it might be right. Asa Fox. Asa. 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 Hey, let me see. I got chicken inside your Asa. Oh, oh, that was horrible. That was just dumb. Wow. Did you guys <laughs> never see that South Park? No. We're let losing me see inside left your and asshole. Right. Sam just signed out. So dumb. <laughs> they, they signed out when we said the group. We didn't like the episode. So see, we're already losing listeners. Yep, yep. It's left and right. God damn, guys, the drop like flies. These guys suck. All right. How Ryan. dare you? What's the synopsis for this How one? You? Um, it's so <laughs> this is my favorite episode. Listen, <laughs> if I was listening to myself right now, I'd be like, dude, you suck. You're not a Supernatural fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, when hunters gather together to celebrate the life and tragic death of one of their own, Sam, Dean, and Mary must take action when a demon starts picking off hunters one by one. Mm-hmm. And this was directed uh, John Bedham. And written by Stephen Yaki, which I think is another, isn't that another new guy? No, he's, uh, he was there last year. Was he? Oh, okay. yep. Uh, yeah. So, you know what? This one's interesting because what, and we had talked about it earlier, what kind of gathering and who is this person? Well, that was the thing is like the entire concept of the hunter lifestyle is that you will one day go out swinging, but die alone and unloved in an unmarked grave, you know, right. pistol in hand. And that's it. You know, there is no family. There is no future in this life. It's just kind of you do your duty and you die. But maybe this is because Mary Winchester's in it. I'm wondering if it's someone from her past. That's important to that lifestyle. Possible. That would make sense. That would be, you know, she comes back. She doesn't know a whole lot. And maybe one of her last few friends she thought was alive actually is dead. Yeah, I'm willing to bet that's what it is. Also, I got a cast list here as well. Uh, Lisa Berry will be in this episode. Oh, snap. Oh, really? So Billy the Reaper's coming back. I did not know she'd be coming back this soon, and I'm actually very happy with that. I am, too. I wanted to see more of her. We know that she had some connection to Crowley with the season finale. Yeah. So I'm interested in that, and I don't think 
we should discount her as a threat because she said that she, if they did anything yep. stupid, she'd throw them into the empty. Yeah. That's still a very real threat. Just that is a big time threat. Just because God and the darkness were like buddies with them for a little bit, you know, doesn't mean that now that they're gone, AWOL again. And here's the episodes that John Bedham has directed. Are you ready? Yeah. Firstborn, The, Hunt, oh. the Hunter Games, The okay. Things They Carried, Into the Mystic, The Vessel, We Happy Few. Mm. So... Okay. Not not a bad list. Not a bad list. Not a bad, not list, a bad at list at all. So, Fair, I'm looking forward to this one a lot. Actually, I would like to see it be someone that Mary was close to because that gives a lot of character driven reasons for her to be there. Yep, and, and kind of and for her to come back so soon. Her to come back so soon. Her to kind of exp- like to, to see into her mindset a little bit more than we already have. And again, because I feel like it's just a little weird that the big the best funeral we've probably had outside of this would have been rufus's where they actually like give him a grave and pour some johnny walker blue out okay i just got a couple tweets okay hr zone longtime listener i think he was one of the first yeah, listeners he's, ever he's a long-time yeah, listener absolutely. says yeah i give it a c minus as well okay so, so we're, we're not, not alone. okay so we're not alone and uh dean ditchoff says well at least uh, hold on uh dean ditchoff says uh, the fight scene was cool. The fight scene was great. The rest equals shit. Oh, jeez. These new riders suck ass. All right. Um, I don't know. I don't about, know if I go that far I, yet. Yes, because I, Davey Perez, Davey American Perez Nightmare, nailed it. That was that was good. Yeah, Davey Perez did a good job. And I, you know what? And I'm not Meredith. Uh, what was her name? The Glenn. One? Meredith Glenn. Not everybody can come out the box with a home run. Yeah, that's unprecedented. I was the pessimist going into American Nightmare anyway. Yeah, so I, I have confidence in Andrew Dab. Andrew Dab's not going to bring on writers that don't know how to no, write. No. And just because it's not, it's the, like you said, it's the first episode. Yeah, I have full 100% confidence that we're going to keep getting some good episodes, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Meredith Glenn can bring to the table next so, time. So VW in the chat room said she looked on IMDb that Asia Fox looks like a youngish guy, so I doubt Mary knew him. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. See, I do see that's weird then. Then why what did he do that deserves a funeral? Not to say he doesn't deserve a funeral, but that's not none of the hunters have ever gathered for each other's funeral. It's no. just been like you hear sadly that like like when they first stopped at the roadhouse in yeah. season two, like a, John's dead. Yeah. You know, you it's word of mouth. It's not yeah. like there's a Facebook page and a memorial. Well, I mean, maybe there might be a Facebook page now. Maybe. When we started the show, it there seal, wasn't. It seems a little odd. And maybe that plays into the demon picking off hunters one by one. If he can convince them to show up in one place, then you can kind of trap them and pick them off. Yeah. Maybe I'm, there's more to this. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yep. So, we'll see. But with that, guys, that's going to leave us here for Supernatural Crossroads. We want to thank you for listening to us throughout the night. Either... Oh, what? No, uh, keep going. Uh, <laughs> either on demand or live. Thank you for joining us in the chat and letting us know your thoughts. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, bold Irishman, crossroads, SPN, the Ryan Denton, and let us know what you guys thought of this episode on Facebook. We usually put a post up and then uh, we will see you guys all next week. Later. You little maggot. You are no longer a part of this story. Hey, ass butt. 